Um, you know, I, I guess you can kind of look at it that way. You know, we were fortunate enough to, to make the postseason and, and play them again then. Um, but it's a good football team. You know, it's, uh, they're well coached. It's a disciplined group. Um, great players over there, great quarterback. You know, obviously with Chris Jones, gives him a, a shot on defense there, and, and we'll see where Kelsey's at this week. And, um, you know, and, and we've got to look at what we did last year or what we didn't do. You know, um, there were some opportunities we missed, you know, that we've got to take a look at those and just make sure we capitalize. And and uh, we know it's going to be, you know, a four-quarter physical football game. Is there really a way to game plan for Travis Kelsey? played him a couple times now, but, I mean, is, is he sort of – I don't know, above game planning is the right term, but do you know what I mean? Kind of. Um, I mean, he's a difficult tight end. You know, they, they move him all over the place with motions and formations and different things, and he's very shifty, you know, and uh, elusive that way. And it is hard to defend him, you know, but you, you have to have a plan. You know, you have to go in with a plan. You can't, I don't think, not have a plan for it, you know. So, yeah, we'll uh, <clears throat> we'll be prepared for it, you know, for him. and and um, just see where he's at. Throughout your time in the league, you're very familiar with the idea that when plays don't work, a lot of times the criticism goes on the coordinator. Could you talk about the context of game planning in terms of that it's not just the coordinator, that there's a lot of, lot of, a lot of coaches that have input into a game plan? So could you talk a little bit about yeah. that? It's not just the coordinator. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is. You're right. It's, it's not just the coordinator, um, although he's in charge you know obviously and and yet you know we uh, we in, in, in sort of implore our staff our assistants you know different different aspects of the game plan um and and let them focus on that because you, you you can watch it all but you really can't study it the way you want to study it you know and and this is why you you know you hire for in my case you hire you know coaches who have had game plan experience um who have done certain things within within an offense and and they can all assist, you know, the coordinator, and they can help the coordinator in those planning uh, moments. The coordinator obviously has final say, you know, in, in what goes in the, the plan, but it does it does help him uh, as he prepares, you know, for the week. And and um, and it's not just about putting the right plays in the game plan. It's also scheduling practice and and who's doing the scripts and cards and who's breaking down tape and all those kinds of things during the week as well. So, you know, there's a lot more to it than just putting plays together. You mentioned that the coordinator has final say, but ultimately, isn't it the head coach that, you know, I mean, you have veto power. If it's, yeah, if it's I mean, fourth yeah, and two you, with five minutes to go, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I can I can say go for it. He can call the play, you know, but we're, we're all – listen, those are those are things that, that we're on board before we get there, right? Um, those are all conversations and, and situations that have been discussed prior to the game and and so we're on the same page with the decision number one uh, and number two the the play call at that time generally speaking how how many coaches in your experience in philly and in here are really involved in putting the game plan together is it three four five the offensive game plan i mean that you're talking about on staff yeah On on a normal staff yeah i mean for us it's it's all of them you know quite honestly now some have some have more input than others, obviously, but because other and then other coaches are are geared more toward preparing, you know, preparing their meetings and their classrooms during the week. So, um, 
but yeah, we 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 challenge um, all our assistant position coaches to have some element of game planning. Not that this team needs a confidence boost or anything, but wouldn't it say something about the, where you guys are at if you knocked off the, the champs? I don't know. It's early. It's week two. You know, um, a lot of football ahead. You know, I mean, obviously it's a it'd be a great win for us, but you know, quite frankly. It, it's not how you start, it's how you finish, you know. Um, and, you know, I know this with a, with a Coach Reed-led team, you know, um, his teams always finish fast. And it doesn't matter what happens early in September, you know. And, and um, you know, for us, yes, I mean, it, it would be a great opportunity to, to pull one out. Um, and, and a little bit of a benchmark, I think, to where we are as a football team. We've got to play better. Um, by no means are we where we want to be, too. You know, the Colts game was an indication of that. So um, we got some work to do ourselves. Have you found that, sorry, have you found that between week, weeks one and week two, you clean, most teams clean that stuff up? You do. Um, after having a, a full game and the guys play and seeing the mistakes and um, you know, the excitement of week one is not there anymore. Um, yeah, the, the, the mistakes go away a little bit. Um, I don't think you're uh, obviously a finished product by week two or week three. I think you're still a work in progress. But um, you do see some of the mental mistakes go away, yes. Can you give us an update on the injured guys, Sheriff, Johnson, Lacey? Well, Antonio still, um, you know, still – uh, a ways, you know, from being back out on the field. He's, he's, he's rehabbing extremely well. You know, he's running and, and doing the straight line stuff. He hasn't done much football stuff yet. So he's, he's in a good place. Um, you know, Brandon, Brandon's day to day, you know, um, we'll see where he's at. You know, we'll get the walkthrough coming up in practice, but uh, chances are he doesn't go today and we'll just, we'll just kind of rest him there. Um, you know, Luke's another one that's, that's day to day, um, but uh, he, he's probably a little further ahead than Brandon is right now, but, um, you know, um, optimistic that he can maybe get some work in today. As you kind of gear up for this week, do you bring up the playoff game to the guys at all? Have you, or is that one just completely flushed? No, I don't. I don't bring it up, even though it's in our, it's in our cut-ups, you know, it's in the, it's in the, um, the, the tape study for this week and, and all of that, but I, I don't really go back, you know, it's why they call it history, you know, it's in the past. And, uh, uh, we focus on on the future, focus on the present, and, and trying to get better. You know, today. Sorry if you answered this, but what's um, Luke dealing with as far as an injury? Uh, lower body. Chris Jones back. Um, what kind of challenge is that for the interior line? Great player. I mean, great player. Um, has a has a big impact on the pass game. Obviously, he can push the pocket, can line up at defensive end. You know, uh, which we you would anticipate him doing that. You know. Um, you know, so yeah, you gotta you gotta kind of know where he's gonna be, you know, on the defensive line, and and um, it's always a challenge. He's he's a load in there, and uh, you gotta make sure you have not just two, but maybe four four hands on him, you know, to, to try to stop his momentum. Where does uh, Pat Mahomes rank in terms of hard guys to get down quarterback wise? Currently? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, how hard is he? Basically, how hard is he? He's probably the number one guy to get on the ground. Um, he's so elusive. Either either the ball's coming out quick or he has the ability to make guys miss. And, and 
extend plays, and, and that's that's a challenge. Uh, that's hard. You know, um, there's there's been some good ones that can do that, uh, but but he right now currently is probably probably the best at it. You know, plus he has great vision down the field once he's outside the pocket too, and and his guys do a nice job in the in the scramble drill. You know, as we call it, and um, they do a great job of, of working for him down down the field. So very very hard to uh, you know get on the ground. The expectation when you go into a game against him, we're probably not going to get him down, and we're trying. Well, no, your expectation is you try. Right. The expectation is you want to get him on the ground. Um, But if if you don't, you kind of figure because of all the stuff you said. I mean, that's kind of who he is. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it doesn't mean you stop your pass rush. You got to continue to pursue and. And it, it then it then it challenges your back end guys right to to make sure that they uh, stay close to the the receivers and tight ends and um, but yeah it's a challenge you know obviously um, do your best you can to to get them down. How much of the game is is uh, against Kansas City is getting to the fourth quarter and being mentally able to handle everything that comes with playing Mahomes and the Chiefs meaning they're relentless and you've got them in a situation to get out of that situation about being mentally tough all the way through to the end? You know, as the game progresses, they get better, right? And, and so that's something that, that is a challenge for us, you know? And, and one of the things that we've been able to do most recently is, is, is the same thing, you know, get better kind of as the game progresses and, and get into the fourth quarter and um, evident of that last week, you know, and, and how we um, – you know, we're able to score, defense gets the stops, things like that. And, and you know, it, it could come down to that, right? It could come down to a kick. It could come down to whoever has the ball last, which, you know, you do look at the playoff game, right? And if we don't, we don't fumble, hopefully you score. You're down three with, you know, five minutes to go. You get the, you know, so it's going to come down to those types of, types of moments. And, um, you know, We've got to be prepared for that, you know, not only as a coaching staff, but as players. And, and, um, but anytime you're playing, you know, these types of teams, um, you, you've got to be, you've got to be ready for that fourth quarter. Last season with Jawan Taylor, uh, after last week's game, a lot of people were focused on his get off at the snap. Is that something uh, that you've, you've seen it in person that you've talked to the refs about before the game or? I'm sure they've been notified, you know, uh, after that, that first game on Thursday night, but, um, Again, good player. We know who he is. You know, he did the same thing here. He has great anticipation, you know, with the snap count. Um, you know, um, optimistic our crowd will be, lo- you know, loud. And, and, you know, if they use a silent count, he does a great job of, of getting, you know, getting off the ball there too as well. And, um, I mean, if they don't call it, they don't call it, you know. Um, there's only so much you can say. Is there any credence of maybe Josh Allen? Knowing Jawan a little better, maybe most offensive tackles or even vice versa. Yeah, I think there's you know obviously that familiarity, <clears throat> um, being teammates for several years and um, kind of knowing each other a little bit there. Uh, this is gonna be a good good little matchup to watch. You know whether it's Josh or Trayvon, you know over there and and um, you know Jawan's a, a a really good young football player that. Um, you know, played well last week and uh, against another fine young, you know, defensive end and and um, our you know our two guys their work works cut out for them. What sticks with you most from that playoff game is it was it the 98 yard drive, the fumble you talked about, or maybe 
not being able to get to a hovel, Patrick Mahomes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I just I just think of it, you know, there were some missed opportunities by us, you know. Um, obviously those that you mentioned, I mean, those are those are critical and those are big and and all of that. But, you know, I felt like, too, we, you know, just missed the opportunities that were there. Um, whether, you know, whether that's the outcome of the game or not, who knows. But, um, you know, maybe fortunately for us, it was a learning experience, right? And, and something that our young football team can take away from moments like that. You know, when, when you're playing good teams like this and defending world championship teams, you can't make those mistakes, you know, um, and, and expect to win. Some of the guys have used the words like this game's personal or called it a playoff type game. Do you like the guys going into the game thinking about it like that? Um, I think it draws attention, focus, you know, to the players, you know, that they, they see it that way. And, and look, I've been on the other side of this too, you know, um, where when you're the defending champion, the bullseye is on your back, right? And, and you have, you know, you're getting everybody's best each week. And, and so I can understand that from, from both sides. And and um, but yeah, I, I think it, I think it it draws the focus, you know, internally uh, keeps it about us and what we're trying to do. And you know, as I said, it's a it's a long season, but uh, it's great to have matchups like this early to see where you're at as a football team. Thanks, Coach. Right. Thanks, Thanks, I appreciate it.